long ago in a living room very much like yours. Two women made up a podcast on how movies link up to each other, and they called it Six Degrees of Feature Film. Hello, and welcome to Six Degrees of Feature Film. I am James Hunt, also known as Brienne, also known as Miss Movies. And I am Nikki Lauda, also known as Stacey Howard. Was that a good... uh accent that was pretty good it was it was okay that was pretty good it wasn't was my best up, it's not but... as good as my rocky but mm-hmm. you know we're, we're gonna go with it today that sounds great yeah uh if you've never joined us here's how our show works we're gonna take one film and we're gonna show how six other films link up to it in some random way shape or form so we're talking about a total of seven films so that kind of like seems like it doesn't work but it does it does uh, it works every time and i don't know how and i don't <laughs> know why people still watch but here we are with 91 matching my lipstick you're love that love that we got dvds behind us a lot of shit's going on a lot right of now. a lot of crap a lot of it. what's been up oh nothing what did we just do we went and supported our friend yes rachel and we had a great time she kicked ass if you haven't mm-hmm. seen rachel cushing's uh, latest inner geekdom schmodown. You need to watch it because she looked incredible. We helped her with hair and makeup. We did. Like I feel like I'm not saying like it win Oscars for makeup. I'm just saying like if a <laughs> B movie horror film crew was in town and they were like hair and makeup didn't show up, we could be like, we let's try it. We can try it, and then we we, we would do it. okay in my opinion because we made her look elf elfin like, and I I think she looks great. <laughs> She did look great. Yeah, she did. She, she was beautiful. Great. She was she fierce. Great. Fierce as fuck, you guys. Huh. So that's what's going on with me. Supporting friends. It's good. Supporting friends Supporting is good. Supporting friends is good. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Um, lots of things. Lots of things are going on with me. What, what um, not great things. Why? I lost a friend. Um, <gasps> turns out I'm not a good friend. I just realized I I couldn't be the friend that this person wanted, and I was like, I I can't. I just realized like. I was the problem, you know, but and see, I was like, is that your fault though? Or is it is, them, is it it's them both being like demanding and like, I no. need this from you. Like you don't owe anybody anything. No, I think it's both. But okay. well, you've been anyways, a, I will a wonderful person. You've been a great friend to me. Thank you. Not Thank Ben, you. but all right. <laughs> so that's nope. one that thing would, that, that happened. Would, that would require me to be your friend. Nope. Nope. Don't turn the mic on. You, my don't, mic on. you don't get to talk. I, I get flip to talk. off, flip yeah. off that switch. Uh, which apparently the mic is on the whole time. I don't really understand that concept. Okay. Right. Uh. I don't know. I don't get it. The flip on the switch. It's like on. a mute button. Okay. So here's what happens. The mic is plugged into the mixer. The mixer is on. It's on, right? Okay. And then you have a switch on your microphone that's on and off. So it's like a mute button. Yeah. And oh, then you on and, off. and then you take so you the mute button and you flip it up because it's already on. Uh, you know, it's live. I'm gonna have it's to live. agree. It's with hot. Stacy on this one, which hurts my soul ah. a lot. Ah. I'll go for it. You know what? I've been in the wrong a lot this week, so I'm totally fine with that. You know what? We were in the right end, though. <laughs> and what shows that you're a good friend, what? we did a great job together supporting women in the showdown. We and did. And that makes us good friends. And we you're did. my good friend. That's why Thanks. we do the show together. That is why. Yeah. That is why. Um, another thing that happened is I'm reevaluating hosting so there's that I'm not going to take my classes anymore because I realized like it took me a year I've been doing that for a year and uh, the reason I started was to um, get better at this get better at the show mm-hmm. uh, learn more you know meet other people that are doing similar things and you I just realized that. like n- other goals kind of emerged while I was doing that and then I realized I don't want those goals I just want to be good at this and yep. I want to like work on this and focus on this and so I was like you know I this think it, in, I think like, it's concluded show? yeah mm-hmm. this channel our show and so World I feel domination. like I think it's time for me to move on from that so a lot of decisions have been happening a lot of a lot of metamorphosis but you has got gone on. out of it what you wanted to get out yes. of it right of the classes that's good there you yeah. go well I'm proud for you I'm there proud you of you I'm proud of us proud of Ben oh, <laughs> What up? But I am. I am. All right. So okay. now that that's all out of the way, now that I've purged my soul, um, we're going to talk about Rush today, which I just saw for the first time. What? Yes. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Uh, Rush falls into the hole. It came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. It falls into the hole of when I was in a very deep depression. So mm-hmm. therefore, that's why I missed it and haven't seen it until now. 
but you have emerged. I've emerged. A beautiful flower. That's true. Blossoming and free. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. And here we are. <laughs> I'm excited we're talking about this because I hate sports films. I just don't care about sports at all. Okay. But this is one of the sports films that I genuinely do enjoy mm-hmm. because well, it's not really about Formula One racing. It's about the relationship between two men and their race in life, not just mm-hmm. on the track. Yeah. On the track is where all the actual physical racing goes down. Right. But there is that rivalry. Yes. That has happened between these two men. Great sports. Um, this came out September 27th, 2013. And if you have not seen it, it says the merciless 1970s rivalry between Formula One rivals James Hunt and Nikki Lauda. I like him. Daniel Brühl. I've never seen him on camera ever before. I don't think. Inglorious Bastards. Okay, but I yeah. don't like. I don't. Re- I don't remember him. You know mm-hmm. how there's like a moment when you're like that guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Like that he'll one. be that one that I'll say that guy from Rush. You know, right. mm-hmm. that's how I'll know him from now on. But he was incredible. He was great in this. Um, I loved him in Glorious Bastards, and he was just in. Um, is it Age of Ultron? It could be Age of Ultron. Daniel Brühl was he in Age of Ultron? No, he was in Civil War. Oh, Civil War. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Because he was trying to get the Winter Soldier to revert back to his evil ways. Yes, he was the evil man at the end that shows the tape. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry for spoilers of Civil War. I didn't mean to. I was just trying to figure out which character he was. I'm uh, sorry. Baron von Zemo, I believe. Von Zemo. They don't call him Baron in the movie, but that's his character. His von Zemo. Baron von Zemo. That's the comic book character. Then he's like something Zemo in the movie. Okay. I feel like that's gonna be a Schmodown's question, and we need to absorb that information. I, I've I've decided an, I have a new tactic for Schmodown. That's right. It's we called um, just gonna figure it out when I get there. It's the Stacy. <laughs> You're just gonna wing it. Because uh, otherwise, it consumes my life. Mm-hmm. I felt I was in quicksand, like mm-hmm. I was just good, slowly being consumed by the game, and I was like, "This, I need to refocus." Mm-hmm. Once again, another refocus moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of refocusing. I like you. Just turn turn the lens, refocus it. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then I got to work on this camera one day. One day we're going to get this camera down. It's going to look beautiful. Well, if I mean, I feel like you can't <laughs> even see my whole hair. So there's that one thing. Okay. So if we can fix that, that'd be good. You just I have work, to sit down more. I can't slouch. Okay. Okay. I don't want... All right, Lucy. Uh, You're Lucy O'Ball. I'm totally Ethel. This is our relationship. Let's just down some chocolate. Just shove it all mm-hmm. into our mouths. That'd be great. You know what else should go in my mouth? S'mores, because I would like to make those. But anyways, back to Rush. Back to Rush. <laughs> back to Rush. Rush that into my mouth, s'mores. It's s'more season, as you know. All right. Is so Rush. Yeah. Bar- oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ron Howard. And this is kind of one of my one of the times where I'm like, I didn't realize how much I loved Ron Howard's filmmaking until this movie. Me I just too. thought everything looked so pretty, but yet dull at the same time. And that's it's, what made it pretty. It's got the 70s dullness to it. Hmm. The 70s were full of color and mustard yellows and greens and oranges and like crazy patterns and stuff. But every time you see a photo, it's always like yellowed, you know? Sure. So they had that, they had that going on for them. They had the lighting. It was good. What was your favorite part of this film? Um, I loved the interview scene that they do. Um, it's like a press conference after he's uh, Nikki Lauda has come out of his accident. Mm-hmm. And he is basically showing them, you know, I'm not going to let this affect me. I'm going to move on with my life. I'm going to win. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to kick ass. And, that, you know, and some journalist, and this is, that happened in real right? life. Some journalist was like, what does your wife think about, you know, how she's going to deal with your face down? He was like, fuck you, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said it was the most hurtful thing he's ever heard from a journalist. But he still used that, and he used the rivalry to, like, push forward. So I liked right. that press conference. It was very inspiring. Um, I was really excited when I saw that one of the races, the races that he had, the race that he had his accident in um, was the Nurm. I don't know if I'm going to say it correctly, and I apologize, the Nuremberg Ring which I was like, oh, hey, I've played that on Forza, and it's hard. There's this game called Forza, and you're, you are racing, basically. Mm-hmm. And that one would always be the challenge, and I'd always spin out. 
Mm-hmm. It didn't catch on fire, but spun just out. Just like all in, the time. in real life, they all spun out. I think they disqualify or they like discontinued that track after because they were like, it's too dangerous. Too many people have gotten in an accident. Maybe for certain racing. Yeah. I'm sure it's still there. Probably. I doubt they would like demolish it. It's huge. No, I don't think it's I think very think famous. Just like because so many people have gotten injured and killed on it, they were like, mm-hmm. maybe not for racing cars. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Christian, we're talking about Rush. Thank you for joining us. Um, so another person I saw in here, Natalie Dormer, real, yeah. real quick. She's not here the whole time, mm-hmm. but real quick. And I thought, hey, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Hey, yeah. good to see you. Game of Thrones, The Tudors. If you haven't watched The mm-hmm. Tudors, I love her in that. She's, She's in great. the first Captain America movie as well. She had she a is. short role in that too. She is. She's the lots queen of, of the short roles. Yeah, lots of MCU people are in mm. this. Daniel yeah. Rule, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Dormer. Oh. Anybody else? I'm curious. But I think those are the three. Mm. Olivia Wilde, is she in it? No, no. She was great in this, though. She was. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. Uh, and I didn't know that about Richard Burton, like mm-hmm. her going out with Richard Burton while she was married to James Hunt. I thought, interesting, interesting. You know what I read? Russell Crowe almost played Richard I Burton. I read that, and too. And I was like, what? That amazing. <laughs> I want Russell Crowe to be just the just a fat boozy man like I, I want that for him because hmm. he's he's a great actor you want him to embrace it I want him to embrace it that's the thing I want him to just be like gluttonous and like hmm. rule over everything like a kingpin like a big weird kingpin okay so what role then for him some kind of kingpin I don't like know. in daredevil sure yes <laughs> oh my god can you imagine him like kingpin and daredevil Please, please do that. That sounds amazing. I'll cast it right now. Okay. This, uh, the budget was $54 million and it made uh, $98.2 million at the box office, so almost made its budget back. Um, and I love that n- when Nicky Lauda himself watched this, and I know you wrote this down too, mm-hmm. that he said, shit, it's really me. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty crazy. Like, his whole family is like, that is really him. Yeah. That Daniel Brohl is him. I heard that Nikki Lauda invited Daniel Brühl when he heard that Daniel Brühl was cast. He invited him out to his um, estate or something, mm-hmm. and he's a real pilot. You know, his family like own planes or whatever, and he can actually fly. And he was like, you know, if you want to fly out to my estate, we'll have dinner, we'll talk. <laughs> if you don't like me, you'll say fuck you, and then you fly back. <laughs> so you don't have to stay. But he did like him, and they did huh. stay. Daniel Brühl, I think, stayed with him for like a week. So no wonder he got the mannerisms and everything down because he he really got great access to Nikki Lauda and his actual personality mm. and everything. So there you go. Of course you did a good job. You think you could do that? You think you could play me? You have access to um, all of I my know. records. I don't know if I could. I actually don't do a good impression. <laughs> I don't I can't think of anything to do an impression with. I know. Sometimes it's hard. What do I do an impression of me? Of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, see, impressions. I have it has to be like something that I kind of plan out. Mm-hmm. Like I have to think about what I'm gonna say, or I just do something really loud. There you That's go. That's Stacy. Yeah, <laughs> loud and like and then Rocky. First. I could pretend to try to do you as Rocky, which you would doing not be impression good. Of me doing impression of Sylvester <laughs> Stallone as Rocky as Nikki Whoa. Lauda. Whoa! I can't. I can't fathom it at all. You could just insult me. It's a pretty yeah, easy way to be that's true. Ben, <laughs> there. See? There you go. There you that go. was perfect. That was perfect. All right. There's my impression of you. Hmm. I the they, they and agree. Scene. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're agreeing Neil with agrees. that. Neil agrees. He said Stacy could play Brienne and Brienne could play Stacy. That's true. There was only a, one criticism that I saw about this film just from someone on Twitter that said I didn't like it that much because I I am a purist in like the Formula One racing so i know that it was shot out of order i was like oh that sucks because you know too much about it and that can take you out of the film right right whereas i don't know anything and i'm no. just like hey i'm going along for this ride Never and i and i enjoyed it yeah so yeah um yeah i agree i think with again with sports films it needs to be filled with drama and compelling character stories so mm-hmm. if you know, you don't have the exact elements of the game right or the score or the order. I don't really think that it matters so much because mm. it's, it's just as, you know, sometimes you got to you gotta do certain things to make the story move, so. You do. Yeah. 
You have to do certain things so people will like Rudy because I didn't. I haven't Sorry, seen Rudy. I, re- I refuse to watch Rudy, actually. How come? I don't know. My boyfriend loves that film. He always talks about it. <laughs> okay. And just out of just spite? spite, I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> watch it. Like, I just, I just want to, I want to annoy it because he gets so annoyed. He's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean you don't, you don't think you'll like it? And I'm like, I don't think I'll like it. I don't like sports. I don't care. Uh, and he's like, it's really inspiring, the score. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. No. I, just, I refuse to watch it. I will okay. never watch Rudy. That's unless fine. Unless something happens. We'll figure out what unless, I need to do to watch Rudy. Oh, like we have a bet or something. Yeah. But I would never do that to you because I'm not a fan of the movie. So I wouldn't be like, yeah, you got to watch this. I mean, there's certain things you got to watch to like be up on certain uh, questions that could come on some trivia game. But at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't matter. I miss that one. Although yeah. if we're on team, I would get the Rudy one. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I'll get the bummy one. Oh, I, I dream. <laughs> I have fantasies about, you know, being in a schmodown and it's to the to the end, you know, where we're in sudden death or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. what was the name of Brendan Fraser's character in The Mummy? And I'm like, <gasps> And I, answer, <laughs> and I win and I climb on top of the desk and I <laughs> laugh maniacally and point and laugh hope, at the loser. I hope that this. <laughs> if it happens, I, really I do. dream. I, I have those dreams, dreams, but with cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Anyways, moving on. Let's we move on to race. We question, though, one time. We have not. We there is no like way. We did. No. It was who was the villain in cliffhanger? We were like, John, let's We go. did not have that. Someone else did. All right. Someone else got our question. Okay. Let's move on. We're going to move from Rush to other other films that are about racing. Doesn't have to be about car racing, just racing Racing. in general. Um, And I went with Cars 3. And I've talked about this a lot. So those people that watch uh, film therapy will know how much I love Cars 3 and why. Have you seen Cars 3? I told you you did not have to. I didn't know. Okay. I didn't. So it came out, that's all right. It came out this year, came out in June, June 16th of 2017. And yes, and it is about Lightning McQueen. He's setting out to prove to a new generation of racers that he's still the best race car in the world. So he is the old man Logan in this story when all these like new cars are up and coming. They say in this one part where it's like, how will you know when you're done racing? And one of the other car characters says, um, you'll know when you're done racing because the rookies will tell you because they'll start beating you. Oh. And so that's how you know when it's time to retire because they're taking over. So Jackson Storm is like the big, you know, the big guy on campus. He's starting to do all that. You can see that he's going to take the season. Mm. And Lightning's like, no, I gotta, I gotta get in this. I gotta, I gotta win. Mm. I gotta prove that I'm the best. Mm. And so he goes into training and he meets this, he has this trainer. Her name's Cruz Ramirez by Christelle Alonzo, her voice. And, um, and you learn that she's really, it's really about her, this movie, but you don't really learn that till like kind of the end. It's a female empowerment movie is, is what I've come to learn. With talking cars. With talking cars. I like that. I'm there for that. I'm here for it. I dig it. I dig it. So, yeah, I love this movie just because there's certain things that she'll say. <clears throat> and this kind of goes back to film therapy that I did with uh, Jason Inman, where he was the host and I was the patient. Uh, or he was the therapist and I was the patient. But um, there's certain things that she'll say that really resonate me with me, like uh, dream small or not at all. That's one thing. Or there's a time when Jackson Storm kind of comes up to her and says, because she's on the track with him and she's racing with him and they had like quickly painted her up Mm -hmm. to have the number so she could get out there. And he says to her, like, you can dress up all you want, but you're never going to be one of us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, ooh, Mm -hmm. that hurts. That hurts, Jackson Storm. Does it mirror something that might have happened in real life? It does. You can check out my film therapy if you want to go more into depth about Cars 3. Whoa. That was last week with Jason Inman, episode 50, or session 50, I should say. So there you go. I recommend Cars 3. Okay. I've seen, I loved the first Cars. I did not see Cars 2. It was terrible. You Um, don't skip that. 
uh, skip that one, mm-hmm. but watch Cars three. And yes. I won't. I don't need to watch Cars two. Like no, the there's, no There's no through um, storyline. It's okay. an off story, and it's about Mater, and he's like a spy. It's what it's is? it's it's crazy. It gets crazy. It gets crazy. That's um, and insane. but Cars three, I would rank them. If I were to rank the Cars films, I'd go Cars three, Cars. Cars 2. Wow. I mean, Cars 2 shouldn't be on there at Bold all. But statement. Mm-hmm. They what should about- have just gone from Cars to Cars 3, no Cars 2. But Damn. I feel like, okay, like in Cars, in the first Cars, he was the young buck. He was. You know, he was the mm-hmm. arrogant, yeah. you know, car he was the rookie. town and like, he was the rookie. So then if you go from that to in the second one, he's now the old guy and there's these rookies coming in. I feel like that would have been too yeah. soon. You would have been but like, it's not. Just but the rookie. second he one's not went... about him, really. Well, I mean, I know, he races, but yeah. it's it's about Mater. Yeah. So. But I feel like if it would have gone from <laughs> he's a rookie to now he's the old man, yeah. that would have been too sure. soon. So Cars Two should have gone on, but not maybe that a different path. Yeah, different path to but come I, to this. You had a tweet recently that said <laughs> waking up in the middle of the night, it's toe Mater. Oh, yeah. Because he Toe. tows things. Because he's a tow truck. Not like guys. a tomato. Not yeah, like a tomato. Because I, like, <gasps> I, you know, I'm from the <laughs> south. We say it like tomato sometimes. For a tomato. Yeah, for a tomato. Get your get those get those tomatoes. They're in the garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate you. Those tomatoes are good. I don't know so why you felt the need to chime in just then, but I'll allow it. Yeah. Until I don't, ben. until I get Thanks rid of your, your mic. Valued opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Cars Three. There we go. Which okay. which racing film did you bring? Uh, feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. <laughs> of course, I picked Cool Runnings. You guys. Um, this movie. Cool this is fan. This movie is fantastic. A, a, a great Disney. F- Films. Yes, Disney live action film. Disney doesn't always hit it out of the park with their live action films. No, but you know what? In '93, they did. Okay, so this came out in '93, directed by John Turtle Tob. I think that's mm-hmm. his name, which is a really cute name. Uh, when a Jamaican sprinter is disqualified from the Olympic Games, he enlists the help of a dishonored coach to start the first Jamaican bobsled team. Based on a true story, uh, this same year in the Olympics was the same time as um eddie the eagle which was fantastic so of course eddie the eagle a film that just came out starring taron edgerton um it's that same olympics so that those two events happen around the same time isn't that pretty crazy cool and now two movies have been made about those olympics i think think that's pretty good ben can you look up did john turtletop or however you say it did he direct national treasure i need to know and if he didn't who directed national treasure (laughs) and also how do you say his name i feel like it's Turtle ta- Taub? Tur- it can't, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot Turtle going top. on. Turtle Top. Turtle Top Spinner. I love it. Okay. Uh, it stars Leon. That's just the only name listed for him. And that's not his character's name. That's like the actor's name is Leon Doug E. Doug, uh, Rawl D. Lewis, Malik Yoba, and of course, John Candy. This was his last completed film mm-hmm. he did before he died. He was working on another film. But he didn't finish that film. So this is his last okay. completed film. Um, surprisingly, no awards were won for this film. When I tried to look it up, no Oscars. Should have mm. won a few Oscars. Or nominated. Or nominated. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an inspiring presence. Mm-hmm. An inspiring presence in the filmmaking world. He did direct National Treasure. Ah, John Turtletop did you, direct Randall. National Treasure. Too late. Too what? late. Randall Sands beat you to it. You lose well, it's, he I was had ready. It. I was he ready. was ready. Okay. I don't know. But, but we saw it from Randall first. Okay. So that, we were waiting for you to conclude your thought process, oh, sure and then we were going to go with it. I was being respectful of you, Stacy. Okay, Ben. All right. Calm down. Calm down. We're calming um, down. Okay. We, are. Right. we are. I remember, um, <laughs> that, and it is on Netflix if you guys want to rewatch it. I just remember being little and going into my bathtub and, like, pretending yeah, to race. because that's they what they do. That in the film. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. There are a few inaccuracies in the film, though, because in bobsledding, it's totally legal to weigh your, um, to add weight to your bobsled. No. Oh. Because huh. it has to weigh a certain amount for it to be safe for the driver. So if you guys get in and it doesn't weigh the amount that it needs to weigh, you can add. Is that a rule now or was that a rule then? It was a, I don't know. Because maybe that wasn't a rule until later. 
I feel like it was a rule then. Maybe they just made it for drama's sake for the okay. film. Okay. But I don't know. I just know that at least now it's legal because it has to weigh a certain amount for it to be able to move and be safe and for you not to like foom and fly out yeah. a little sled slide thingy. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I feel like I remember they wanted to name the bobsled Tallulah. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I remember. I didn't. I didn't read about that. I don't remember that. And that they ended up calling it instead cool runnings because they thought that would be a much easier name cool runnings. <laughs> like, hmm, that makes sense um and of course inspired by you know true events um the one of the bobsledders from the real team in the 86 mm-hmm. olympics has gone on he's now like the head of the jamaican bobsled federation or Aww. whatever it's called so he's maybe gone they have on an indoor to, facility maybe they, they can actually do. train like better now I want them to train in that facility, and I also want people that do um, what's it called curling, where you push the uh-huh. rock. Have you have you heard of this sport? I have. You push the rock, and you like. I don't really know how it works. You like. It's wipe like you're the cleaning ice. the floor. It's like you're cleaning the floor. You're, you're <laughs> I don't understand it. You're swiffering before a big rock. So I think I think that if I were in the Olympic Games, I could be be a a gold medal curler. Hmm. So okay. There, I feel like that's the you one sport that it. I could maybe do. It's curling. Hmm. I want to be in the Olympics. Being in the Olympics would be pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. I don't think I could do anything. Maybe some sort of swimming. Oh, are you a good swimmer? I was. So when I was young, my swim instructor said, out of all the kids she's had, that I have the most uh, like capability to like go on and do good swimming and like oh. be competitive and stuff. And and then my mom was like, "Hey, you want to do swimming?" I was like, "No." <laughs> Wait, what's the, what do you what do I have to do for that? You gotta get up early. Definitely not. Like I was not a kid that wanted to wake up at any time. I feel like I could be a swimmer because I'm like long and slender. Mm, maybe that would help. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I did dance growing up. I don't know if I I don't know if I could be like Olympic level. <gasps> we should do choreographed swimming routines. Oh, together. that would be super hard. But we could do it though. Synchronized swimming is Synchronized super swimming. hard. Mm-hmm. We can, we I had can a friend that was on the Olympic swing, synchronized swimming what? team. What do you know? What do you know? Did she win any medals? Yes. <gasps> I can't remember. That's pretty if crazy. Got, I think she got a silver. That could be like, I'm an Olympic medalist. Like, I have medals. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty mm-hmm. dope. That's pretty, pretty dope. Is there anything else you would like to tell us about Cool Runnings before we move on to our next? Um, The crash scene that they had at the end of the movie, that's, except for like close-up shots, that's the real cla- crash um Footage? footage they wow. have from a crash during that Olympic Games. Oh. Um, at the time, it was the highest grossing live action film released under the Walt Disney Pictures banner. So mm. This film was super successful. Um, and everyone that they originally wanted to have in it dropped out except for John Candy. So they wanted like Eddie Murphy Aww. in there. They wanted Denzel Washington. They wanted the big names for the bobsled team members. And instead, they got great actors who were like, we're just going to do this comedic part. Uh, it's going to be great. And God damn it, they killed it. Cool runnings. I love it. Yeah. There you go. There it is. There so we've done, so far, we've done Rush. Then we went to movies about racing, some kind of racing. I did Cars 3, and Stacy did Cool Runnings. And now we're going to link off of Cars 3 and Cool Runnings mm-hmm. um, with, I'm going to go off of Cars 3, and okay. I'm going to link it to um, movies about an old guy that wants to, like, have a comeback. Okay. Old guy comebacks. And I'm doing Rocky Balboa, which came out December 20th, 2006. This was the first Rocky film that I actually saw in the entire series. Wow. And I saw it in the theater. And so I didn't really have, I mean, I knew what Rocky was. I had an idea of the series and like kind of the storylines. I knew I'd seen some parts of Rocky Four. And um, it's like later I realized, oh, wait, I probably already saw all of Rocky for it, where you're like, oh, I've seen parts of that movie. And they're like, oh, wait, I've actually seen the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that yeah. happens sometimes. When you realize it, you're like, oh, hold on. Because it's so many out. montages. You're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But anyways. Time for a montage. So Rocky Balboa, um, it says 30 years after the ring of the first bell, Rocky Balboa comes out of retirement and dons his gloves for his final fight against the reigning heavyweight champ, Mason the Line Dixon. And this was written and directed by Sylvester Stallone, our favorite, as we all know. Oh, fly. Uh, Also starring Burt Young, Antonio Tarver, Milo 
how do you say Milo's last name? Vente, Vente, oh, Yeah. I don't I, know. I'm terrible. I just always in that movie Prime with mm -hmm. um. He was, was he on Heroes? I can't Thurman. remember. I think he was. Oh shit. He was, was on he some also sort on Gilmore of Gilmore Girls. Long running television show. Milo Ventimiglia, right? Yes. He was on um. Heroes. He was Peter, which is like the cheerleader's uncle, but she doesn't know that. And right. then he was on, uh, not, no, yeah, he was on Gilmore Girls. He played the one nice. boyfriend. We got right? it. Yeah, we got him. Yeah. Okay. Good. There we go. We I know. saw him once in Montrose. That was fun. Was he cute? Yes. Oh, kind of I mean, short. He's cute. Oh, he's short. That's what that's I always. Sad. That's what I always really mean when I say is he cute. I mm -hmm. mean, is he the right. height that he should be? I saw. Okay. Here's who I saw. Or is he at cute? the same time, which was kind of crazy. Him. At this small little restaurant. Let me just mind. Well, he's small, me, so it's for <laughs> Him, Ryan Reynolds, and um, when he was with um, Alanis Morissette, the three of them. What? I saw the three of them. They and were it all was together crazy. eating. Well, Milo, like, had come and gone. And then they okay. had come, because they all went to this, like, motorcycle shop that's, like, right next, like, a really, like, she-she motorcycle shop that's right there. Mm -hmm. And then they came into the restaurant, and I see Ryan Reynolds. And I don't know it's him, but I'm like, he looks exact. I was like, he looks exactly like this guy I know, Mackenzie. Like, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I almost went up to him and been like. You know someone that looks like. I was like, you look exactly mom. like my friend. <laughs> yes. I almost said that to him. Like, and then you look like my friend. He's like. Uh, and then I, I sat like down and I was with my friend Tully. And she's like, do you know who's behind you right now? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> she's like. Yeah, I'll tell you who's behind you right now. And the I was like, from... it was just us two and them two Whoa, in this restaurant. That's crazy. This was crazy. What Sorry for like, this weird moment, guys. I loved moment, you guys. two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. <laughs> that was a good show. I remember like, that show. That's hilarious because I remember thinking, like, seeing Ryan Reynolds on in movies and stuff and thinking, him and Mackenzie look a lot alike. That's so funny. <laughs> so I can't believe you know someone that looks like Ryan Reynolds. And he doesn't now. No, he doesn't now. He didn't. No, he just aged differently. Aged oh, out of looking like him. The receding hairline? Yeah. Oh, no. That happens. Oh, sorry that for happens. you, Mackenzie. Sorry. Just wear a hat, babe. Wear a hat. Sorry. <laughs> wear a backwards baseball hat. Okay. So anyways, back to this movie, Rocky Balboa. Always Come on back. The, always back on <laughs> tangents. Um, but I really enjoyed it in the theater, but I don't know why I didn't think like, oh, I should go back and watch the rest of the series. I also feel sad that it took so long for this movie to get made because I know Sylvester Stallone wanted to do it pretty quickly after Rocky V, but couldn't get the green light for it because Rocky V was just not good. But at the same time, I feel like Rocky had to go through that, had to go through Rocky V to get to where we are now with like Creed. Creed, which is great. Yes. Oscar nominated film. Yes. Yes. I mean, other Rocky films have been nominated. Well, I know, but, but I'm saying like that, the yes. kind of comeback he had was like yes. now at the end, or not the end, but now at the beginning of this new story, he's like mm -hmm. back at the top. Exactly. You know? So there we go. Do you, can you think of, and maybe oh in the gosh. chat, how about you go ahead and give us some ideas yeah. of movies that have an old guy coming back? Or it could to, be an old woman coming back to something and like, I'm going to yeah. do this again. You know? Oh, shit. I'm older now, but I'm going to do this I'm again. I'm going to need to Google this. I need you guys to give me some. Because what we do now is we go in blind. So I, yeah. Stacey didn't know my link off of Cars 3. And then she has to kind of come up with a movie that falls into that link. Hold on. But let me tell you some things about Rocky Balboa while we're waiting for some Can responses. Can I pick the replacements? Have we We've talked, talked about the replacements, about the replacements okay. a few times. Um, but, and Stacy has not seen Unforgiven, Neil, which she needs Haven't. to see. It's, I know it's on it's my Netflix incredible. list. Um, so let me tell you a few things about Rocky Balboa while okay. we're, while we're so waiting. Sorry. Things that I, things that I, uh, wrote down. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the bout between Rocky and Mason Line Dixon, any, any time that they were filming, they would actually hit each other. Oh. So those were real hits. So there is a time when Sylvester Stallone, like, is knocked out. And he's really knocked out. Mm. And I'm like, that's pretty crazy. And scary. About, oh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't, uh, don't <laughs> yeah, don't hurt each other, kids. Be, be kind. Mm -hmm. Have we talked about The Wrestler? I don't think so. Fuck yeah, I'm Maybe talking about The have. Wrestler. I don't know, but let's talk about it again. I love this movie. Um, even if we've talked about it already, who cares? Uh, the Wrestler. Mickey Rourke uh, comes back not just as an actor, you know, this was his official comeback as an actor. Like, I'm a great, 
you know, serious thespian, Oscar nominated, mm-hmm. you know, actor in the Hollywood now. But the film itself is about a, a wrestler who was in like the underground wrestling scene. Um, and not like the wrestling you do in high school. I mean, like with you have a persona and like WWE. Yeah, WWE, like you're a heel, but it's like the underground. It's not as professional, okay. right? Um, and he's struggling in life. He wants a relationship with his daughter that he mm-hmm. hasn't been in contact with or been there for really. He doesn't have any anyone you know, romantically. He wants to date Marissa Tomei, who's like a stripper and has to like him, but then she kind of really likes him and then you don't know. And he's trying to make a comeback yeah. in this uh, career that he is just not been successful at for a while so it's a very heartbreaking story because it's not the it's not the typical um sports like I'm gonna triumph I'm gonna win I'm gonna stand on everyone's shoulders in the end and you know I won my gold medal or whatever it's like it's actually really sad uh the Mm. entire film have you seen the wrestler I have not seen the wrestler (gasps) you need to watch it I know I do Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, uh, it's on my list. It's in my black hole. It's fantastic. I believe it was directed. I'm not even going to look this up because I'm going to see if I can remember it. Was it directed by Darren Aronofsky? Ben? We will find out. We're going to find out. I believe it was directed by Darren Aronofsky when he was still married to Rachel Weisz, my girl crush forever. <laughs> Anytime we don't know, we should just say Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. <laughs> because You're right. I knew it was Edgar Ramirez that time. Correct. I really know. Oh, I'm right. Yeah. Okay, cool. I knew it was Edgar Ramirez. I just said Edgar Wright because he was on my brain. I don't know. But well, baby driver, baby driver, baby driver. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah, and it, it, it's got um, every wrestler that's in kind of the wrestling scene nowadays, mm-hmm. whether they're underground or on like professional, huge paid, like the rock level has been like, this is a very accurate portrayal of what wrestlers, especially older wrestlers go through. Mm-hmm. I remember we watched a documentary about wrestling for yes we watch beyond the mat yes it's basically that jake the snake story it sounds yeah. like mm-hmm. and this yeah. movie reminded me a lot of that film and it had mm-hmm. a lot of similarities so evan rachel wood plays his daughter oh. in this okay. marissa tomei does like a lap dance oh. in this. she gets like naked she's like dancing around she looks good uh she does fantastic in this role um which could have been just a throwaway role but she really brought her own heartbreak to it and her own mm-hmm. character's flaws to try to meet up with this also flawed character and them just both trying to as they get older you know just survive basically so uh the film is fantastic very moving i cried a bunch um mickey rourke god damn it that i mean this was his true comeback you know mm-hmm. after this and they did immortals and you know Again, he was in Sin, uh, Sin City, Dame to Kill Four, and he's been he's been getting solid work after that. So good for him. Good for him. Good so for it's him. It's not just a story about a comeback; it's a comeback about That's a right. comeback. It's a comeback of a comeback. There we go. There I like go. it. I like it yeah. a lot. Okay. So now off of so off of Cars Three, we'll we'll recap. I yeah. went to movies where an old person is has a comeback with Rocky Balboa yeah. and The Wrestler, yeah. and now you are going off of cool runnings okay so i'm going off of cool runnings in cool runnings john candy is a reluctant coach Mm. he does not want to come back to the game he doesn't want to coach this ragtag group of kids how to bobsled they know nothing about it so i'm going with reluctant coaches is my theme and if you want to put in the chat movies with reluctant coaches so that i can maybe pull from one of those or come up with my own that i'm thinking of right now but maybe we've talked about it four or five times on the show already. So who I can't, cares? who knows? We'll see. Go ahead. We can do whatever we want. Uh, so my movie is um, Little Giants, you guys. So uh, in Little Giants, I suppose you could say Rick Moranis is a reluctant coach. Yes. His, his older, bigger brother uh, is the coach for the very intense Dallas Cowboys style peewee football team. His daughter and all her friends didn't make the team. They didn't make the cut. They weren't good enough in mm-hmm. Ed O'Neill's eyes. And so he creates his own team and it's not necessarily his forte. And I'm sure, you know, if circumstances were different, he, he wouldn't have done this, but he sees these kids and says, I need to do something to make them feel good about themselves. Uh, we need to give everyone a fair chance to play. So, uh, I guess I got to coach them. So he reluctantly took on that role and it's, it's one of those movies that I haven't seen in years, but I, love this film mm-hmm. it was like a staple of my household like this yeah. it, we have a dvd with haven't the, seen the plastic it. this is another one i have not seen but i do know one of the actors because he works with my husband 
What actor? Uh, the one that kind of looks like Macaulay Culkin with the glasses. Blonde, oh, blonde with kid the, with the with glasses. The yeah. In it? Oh my God. Really? Yeah. We should have them, him on the show. I would If die. he can get some, if he can get work off. Yeah. If he can get work off, he, uh-huh. would have, he should absolutely come on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the original replacements, I feel like, as in <laughs> um, a, a film about a ragtag bunch of kids trying to play football. Um, it inspired me because it has a great female character in um, Becky O'Shea, the Icebox. And she is she's good. She deserves to be mm-hmm. on the, the good team, you know, the, the Cowboys, um, the, the real sure. team. But she's a chick, so they said, eh, you can't play. You need to be a cheerleader. She feels a lot of pressure to be pretty <laughs> and feminine and girly. And she says, I don't want to do that. I want to play football. I'm good. Why can't mm-hmm. I be on the team? So she says, fuck it. I'm going to create my own team with my dad. All my friends can play. No one's excluded. Uh, it's got that boy that was Casper, and he was in Devin Sawa? now. Yeah, that guy. Awesome. He's in this, and uh, she has a crush on him, and of he's course. got, like, a great arm. Uh, and he's, like, there's a good scene where they're in the grocery store, and they're all picking out snacks and stuff, and they see that he is throwing toilet paper across the aisles to land mm-hmm. in, like, a little shopping cart. So there's lots of cute little, like, nice. Disney kid film moments in this. There's like farts and booger bubbles um, and there's sleepovers and there's pranks and there's it's, it's a fun time. I got to see it. It's fantastic. It's another one I got to see. Um, and I feel like we could maybe get Devin Sawa on the show as well. Yeah. I feel like we should work on that. There's a lot of people that we should have on the yeah. show. We talked like, about Ethan Embry last week. And we're like, we totally need he him. He would on. totally come. <laughs> he would totally But come. I did just see Idle Hands for the first time. That's Devin Sawa. Too. Oh, okay. So. He's also in the um, stand video for Eminem, I believe. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Like, What's he doing? I want to. I see him on Twitter. Okay. He follows me on Twitter. Oh, 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 what do you know? 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 Well, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> I did read some fun trivia about this. Hold on, let me get my stuff. Uh, this movie was inspired by an early 1990s McDonald's ad about Pee Wee football that ran during the Super Bowl. Okay. The day after it aired, Steven Spielberg liked it so much that he called up the ad's creator, James Ferguson, and hired him to write the script. Isn't that cool? It's fun. Like, you think, oh, I just, I'm going to write this little commercial. And, you know, that's probably, like, the biggest thing that's happened to you is I wrote a commercial. It's in the Super Bowl. It's going to air amazing. Steven Spielberg calls you up the next day and is like, yo, I loved your ad. Let's make a movie about this. That's crazy. crazy. I love it. Pretty, pretty crazy. Um, The game-winning play at the end of the movie inspired Michigan State Spartans coach Mark D'Antonio to make a similar one, faking a field goal for a touchdown in their September 18th, 2010 march against Notre Dame, bringing them a 31-34 victory rather than a 31-31 tie. Um, After the game, D'Antonio said, by the way, the name of that play is Little Giants. Cute. Because it's the annexation of Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. That's what they call it. I do yep. know a little bit of trivia about this, there, there about this go. movie. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. There Anything it is. else? It's a little, no. Nope. That's it mm-hmm. for Little Giants. Uh, watch it. I mean, I, I really don't want to give anything away or, or talk about too many too many details about it. It's just a, a great feel-good kids film. It's If you like The mm-hmm. Sandlot, you know, if you like yeah, any of those Yeah, I like The Sandlot. Stories, mm-hmm. There you go. I'm all about it. You are. Um, here's another kid's story of a reluctant coach, which we, I'm sure we've talked about plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Mighty Ducks always ah! needs to be brought back up. Gordon I did Bombay. see other um, suggestions as well. Angels in the Outfield came up twice for both um, my link and your link. So I thought mm-hmm. that was fun. But I feel like I don't know that movie as well. I just remember Christopher Lloyd and Tony Danza and young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And that was probably about it. That's all I, I really remember it. about it. Um, but the Mighty Ducks, I remember because I remember liking it. I really appreciate that. Like he's a coach because he's like, he had a DUI. And so this is like, this is like his community service. Like, wow. Movies at the time were definitely way different than they are now. You would not see something like that today. And that's a Disney film. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, he's drunk driving. He's going to kill someone. Let's, uh. He's reluctantly gonna coach. They should have maybe said like, you know, he had a Nyquil uh, and yeah. and he drove, and you're not supposed to do that. That's yeah. that's bad. Or maybe like he had road rage or something. That would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, that could be. Then you probably wouldn't want to put him with kids. I mean, maybe you wouldn't want to because of <laughs> drunk driving either. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't be working with children. Prompts not. But I don't know. Not. Somehow this happened. 
and it was glorious. It was it's, glorious. It's the nineties, guys. Joshua Jackson always loved him. Oh, so gorgeous. He's he's my favorite. I don't remember like anyone else pretty much aside from in D2 Mighty Ducks had uh, Mike Vitar in it. So um, I was like, yes, Sandlot, Mighty Ducks coming together. What's his name? This is a win. It's Foggy from um, Daredevil. No, don't know. Ben, who plays Foggy on Daredevil? What's his name? Eldon something. He is in oh, this and he plays. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know the name. Because he oh. wanted to do football, but they wouldn't let him. And he, they try to recruit him. And he's in this and he's like, I don't know how to skate. But they're like, who cares? We'll teach you how to skate. You're just a badass. Okay, Ben's you can score. It. You got it. He's What's played it? by uh, Eldon Henson. There you go. That guy, who's also foggy on Daredevil. The, the show. The show. Okay. Yes. Cool. He's in Idle Hands, too. That's right, Sam. Thank you. He is in Idle Hands as oh, well. Oh, wow. Did not know that. Along with Seth Green. They're really? buddies. They're buddies. They're, bud they're buddies in the movie. Bud, bud. <laughs> I love it. That's right. I feel like we should do a film together, like a real film. A movie. Okay. Where, because, you know, all these actors in Hollywood, they're all great friends, and they just want to work together, right? And so mm -hmm. they, like, do a project together. And it might be small and indie and maybe not okay. make any money, but they just want to work together. Here, we, got, we got it. Ben's got to write it. Yeah. Your role probably will not be great. Probably not. But, <laughs> but then we'll be in Ben's film that he wrote. Yeah. I'll give Stacey a good role. Okay. Just so I can A, say I have the higher ground, and B, so she can't claim I'm a bad writer as okay. her justification for being in the bad. I'm sure you're a great writer. <laughs> I have no uh, no doubts about That's that. That's really sweet. Actually. I have complete doubts about your ability. He didn't even plug this in right this morning, <laughs> by That's the way. True. Just wanted everyone to know. That's why our first sound <laughs> test was shit. I'm very tired. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think you do anything for the show. I do think you're a good writer, though. And you are. I've never read anything, but I believe you're a good writer. I've never yeah. read anything you've written. I have read some things, though. <laughs> Just want everyone to I've know read that. books before. I've read books. I've read Articles. many leather-bound books. <laughs> Smells of rich mahogany. Smells yeah. of rich mahogany. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, those are our seven total films. <gasps> One film, show how six other films link up to it in some random way, shape, or form. So we went from Rush. Then we linked it to movies with races in them. And we linked to Cars 3, as well as Cool, cool Runnings. Runnings. Off of Cars 3, I linked it to movies where an old guy comes back. And I did Rocky Balboa and Stacy did The Wrestler. And off of Cool Runnings, Stacy did Reluctant Coaches. And she talked about Little Giants. And I talked about The Mighty Ducks. There Seven. you have it. Seven. Now we're going to do movie link tweets where I tweet out our first link. I said... What is your favorite film about racing? And I did qualify it to say it doesn't have to be car racing, just so everyone knows. Could be horse racing, could be turtle racing. I don't know. I don't know what kind of racing you're into. Um, so here's what I got back. Joey Noel says The Fast and the Furious. Randall Sands, hey Randall, says Secretariat. Tom Zambeno, Sam Beno. Jeff Holt, Ryan, and Gabriel Torres say Rush. Janine LC, hey Janine. Art R and Hugh Honey say Death Race. Mara Truman says Crank. Frank Godoy, Patrick PJ Campbell say Cool Runnings. Anthony Hernandez says Motocross. Tyler Myers, Anthony Tobias, Andrew Gonzalez say Talladega Nights. Debbie Scheitzer, I apologize, Debbie, says Right on Track. Alexander Kotob, I can't say names anymore. I'm good. <laughs> Kodowski says heavyweights. That is a great film nice and choice. a great race. Ben McElroy. Hey, Ben. Joseph Kramer and Anthony Tobias say Days of Thunder. Chad Wires, Red Panda and Wonko the Sane say Cannonball Run. Tater Allen says Racing Stripes and Dustin Dowd said Speed Racer. We didn't I take all of them. It's just whoever gets in in time. Yeah. So that's I just heard Speed how it Racer works. is a good underrated film. Also, yep. it's the Wachowskis, right? It is. Mm -hmm. I have a question. What's your question? No one, no one said this movie, and I get why. But would you consider Mad Max Fury Road a racing movie? Um, no. I because feel like it's what is, are they though? racing for? I mean, they're racing away, and they're being chased. chased it's a chase but, movie. Chase yeah. Okay. Because me, racing means like you're side by side and you're racing to get to the finish line. That is like someone's escaping and you need to chase after them. There's a winner like and there's a loser. So like it, I googled 
like uh, Mad Max Fury Road, like, do you consider it a racing movie? And there were definitely articles that referred to, oh, the race scenes in the movie. Hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I get the argument against it. I don't know. It. I just, that, that was my thought. Okay. I think it starts off as a race. That's definitely what the intention of all that is. But then she escapes, and then it's more like, she's broken the law, we're going after her. So it's like the fugitive, you know? So... I don't think it's a race movie. We also link it to Kevin Bacon. His six degrees of Kevin Bacon. By the way, I did wear my six degrees of Kevin Bacon shirt yesterday yes. at work. I uh-huh. um, got a lot of compliments. A lot of stares. The <laughs> like, what they is don't know this? true humor. <laughs> um, so Kevin Bacon was in Patriots Day with Mark Falvo, who was in the Avengers with Chris Hemsworth, who was in Rush. There you go. There it is. There you go. Did you bring a scene? Um, I did not bring a scene. I just want to do the phrase from Cool Runnings. Okay. Which is fill the rhythm, fill the rhyme, okay. get on up at the ball so, flood time. Now it is time for Better with Rocky, where we ask, would, we're saying Cool Runnings today, would Cool Runnings be better with Sylvester Stallone as Rocky, as the tagline? Yeah. <laughs> It's their, it's their phrase. It's As their the phrase. phrase. From Cool Runnings, performed by Stacey Howard right now. Uh-huh. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. Yo, it's bobsled time. There you go. That Short and sweet, you guys. Short great. and sweet. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Stacey. You're welcome. You're welcome. Where can everyone find you in your top knot? You can find me in <laughs> my top knot constantly trying to get it to be bigger than it is on twitter at so howard 2012 and, in, and instagram at stacy o howard where can we find you you can find me all day every day on twitter at miss movies um and you can also find me on instagram miss underscore movies i don't think i have anything else going on soon i mean you can catch us at the end of of rachel's match That's yesterday we yeah. we make a little cameo we have yeah. a little cameo we got we got a little cameo we talk a little shit yeah yeah we do yeah so check that out. That's on Collider Videos. It's the Inner Geekdom match between Rachel Cushing and Mike Kalinowski. All right. So that's good to me. Okay. Well, it's in the show because I have to pee. Okay. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Six Degrees of Future Film is produced by Stacey Howard and me. Special thank you to Ken Napsack for our intro and Matt Brown for our artwork.